Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. I will stand for truth even if I stand alone. Those are the words on the back of the shirt of Marcus Schroeder. We're going to be talking about his unbelievable arrest, peacefully assembling on a public sidewalk on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead, and our very special guest today is Marcus Schroeder. Welcome to Faith and Freedom, Marcus. Thank you for having me. You know, Marcus, we're so impressed by your stand for Jesus Christ, and we need to have more 19-year-olds like you. Now, you're with a ministry called Warriors for Christ. Tell us about that. Yeah, it's a group of young people. There are probably about 40 to 50 of us now. It's only been um, running for probably about a year, and it's birthed out of our local church, Mercy Seat Christian Church, but then it's expanded to other local churches and our goal is just to get young people active in engaging uh, these cultural issues uh, with the power of the gospel and with the truth found in God's word. And so um, we, we've been doing that. We've had uh, two conferences, one on abortion, and then the second one this last year was on the LGBTQ movement. And so uh, we're also looking to have like an, another uh, night rally uh, sometime in S- September also on the Christian response to the LGBTQ movement. So we do things like that. We go out to drag queen story hours and, and we also um, have a podcast and uh, just run conferences and do everything we can to try and encourage and inspire other young people uh, to be active with their faith. Now you're based, you're based in Wisconsin where that governor is very pro LGBTQ. Yes. Yes. So there was a Pride in the Park event in Watertown, Wisconsin, and Watertown, Wisconsin, and that is located uh, in between um, uh, Madison and Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And there was a Pride event billed as a quote family entertainment event, but at least one of the witnesses described seeing a drag queen show performed in front of little children where they were encouraged to offer dollar bills to lingerie-clad male dancers. You showed up, along with some others, to protest that particular event, but peacefully so. You were on a public sidewalk, and you began to read from the scriptures, and the scriptures that you were reading from is uh, Galatians. All the law is fulfilled in one word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself, you said. But if you bite and devour one another, beware lest you be consumed by one another. After you read that scripture over um, an amplified voice, wasn't very loud, but it was amplified. What happened? Um, The officer, really, as soon as I turned on the amplification, actually, uh, the the beginning of that video that's been played was the beginning of me using the amplification. And so you see in the video how quickly the officers came and surrounded me. Um, So as soon as I was speaking, I'd probably say five or six officers come around me and then one just comes right up in front of me. None of them talk to me. None of them give me any warning or say anything to me. He just comes up and starts ripping the microphone out of my hand. And so then naturally I was asking him if there was a law I was breaking, you know, why I couldn't be using a speaker on the sidewalk. Um, and, and a lot of the other people with my group too, were asking them these questions. Is there something he's done wrong? Uh, why, why aren't you even talking to us? You just come up and start ripping uh, the, the microphone away from him. And then a few moments later, they handcuffed me and arrest me. And 
uh, what they ended up charging me with was amplification without a permit and then resisting arrest. Now, speaking of laws, there is a law, I believe, that criminalizes these drag queens performing in front of children. Did they arrest any of those men that are dressed as women that are performing in front of children? No. In fact, we brought that law to their attention multiple times uh, because pretty much everything in that law, the drag queens broke some some way or another that day. It was very, very good law, very clear. Uh, you know, there was no way around it. And so we, we brought it to the officer's attention. Uh, one of our guys actually tried to uh, file a complaint with the, the chief of police who was there. And his response was essentially that he's not allowed to file a complaint because those aren't his children, which of course doesn't make any sense because, you know, if you see a child being molested in the street, you have the right to file a complaint, even if it's not your child. Um, and, and, and so uh, the police that day refused to uphold the law. And so, so no consequences, nothing was done to the drag queen. So campaign. the chief of police was actually there and said that in order to file a complaint, you had to have a child to be a part of this event? Yes. But, you know, the interesting thing is that under this particular ordinance, in order to have sound amplification, you have to file with the chief of police. So the chief of police is the one who supposedly is the one dedicated to giving uh, approval or denial to these um, application permits, but there's no standards whatsoever. It's just totally up to the chief of police. So now that the chief of police is there and he tells somebody wrongly so that you have to have a child in order to file a complaint, wouldn't even take a complaint. It's obvious where the chief of police stands on these issues. And even if he had filed an application for sound permit, likely he would have denied it because he's on the other side of the issue ideologically rather than defending and supporting the law. Right. Yes. Now, I have a photograph of you here, and it's a stunning photograph, and this is where you are being held by one officer on one side, another officer on the other side. They each have one of your arms, and they're escorting you to a police department tent that they have set up outside, and you have their, I will stand for truth even if I stand alone. Um, tell us about, would you do anything different? Uh, were you surprised? What was going through your mind, and what would you tell other people uh, that um, are aware of this story since it broke nationally? Yeah, I, I was very surprised. Uh, I was not expecting to be arrested. The The way that they behaved themselves that day was surprising to me. But uh, I do not regret any of it. And I've said it before in other interviews, and I'll say it again. It's It was really an honor because the history of Christianity for thousands of years have, have been Christians who have been willing to take the, the message of the gospel into a realm that does not want to hear it. And the result has been that they've been arrested, they've been persecuted, and, and that, that's been the history of Christianity. And so in one way, it's, it's an honor to be able to be associated with Christians of the past, with this cloud of witnesses who have gone before us and who have acted in such manner. Oh, amen. And you know, you weren't yelling, screaming, or making a scene. You weren't preaching against homosexuality. You were basically just preaching the gospel about love. Were there other people with you that were arrested as well? There were three others. They weren't handcuffed or, or taken to the station, but they were essentially escorted by the police off of the park. One was just released, and then two others received citations. And one of those was a friend of mine, Nick Prell, and essentially the reason why the police escorted him off is he was trying to get on video 
footage of what the drag queens were doing to the children. And as he was doing that, um, two people from the LGBTQ crowd came over and started harassing him, dancing in his face. In the video, you see that he tries to avoid them. He tries to walk around them. They continue to follow him. And so the police look over, they see this little commotion going on. And instead of taking the two that were harassing Nick, they actually take Nick and escort him off the property and find him with disorderly conduct. He wasn't preaching. He wasn't saying anything, nothing. He was just, he was just trying to get on recording what the drag queens were doing with the kids. This is absurd. I seen the video and I see where you turn on the microphone. Uh, you're not yelling. You're not screaming. Uh, it is minor sound amplification and you're just speaking and you read this scripture verse here. And as you say, with no warning, nothing at all. These police come up to you and you're standing on a public sidewalk. You're not on private property. You're on a public sidewalk where you have a right to be. And they come up, take the mic, they grab it, and then they haul you off and put you in handcuffs. It's unbelievable the scene uh, that uh, I have seen on video. So I'm glad that someone captured that on video. It's one thing to say this is what happened. It's another thing to see it on video itself. This was a wrongful arrest. Did they book you and do mugshots and detain you in jail as well? They, they didn't put me in jail, but they did They did the rest. They they detained me for probably an hour or so and, and then did mugshots and then released me with those two citations as well as a warning that for the next two weeks, if I go on any Watertown, public parks that I will be arrested on the spot and fined with state charges. And, um, you know, the, the officer kind of told me that multiple times. If you go to another public park within two weeks, now where in the world do they get that from? That's not the law. I mean, this is, just looks like an out-of-control group of individuals that need to understand the Constitution. Well, Marcus, thank you for uh, your courage. You articulate uh, very well. And um, just thank you for standing up for truth. And as your t-shirt says, you're standing alone for truth. Even uh, you will stand, you say, even um, if you have to stand alone. So thank you for thank your, you. your courage and uh, may your courage be contagious to other people, your generation as well. For more information, you can go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org. That's lc.org. You can ask for our booklet called the Patriot's Handbook. It has the Constitution. Perhaps we ought to give it to all of these officers here in Waterton, Wisconsin. For more information, lc.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. You can also call us at 407-875-1776. The website again, lc.org.